0: Alright, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual with one of the more standout performances, I would say, at BKFC 57, which transpired on February the 2nd. Quite the emphatic finish in the fourth round over Luis Lopez, and very excited to have Brian Duran on Bare Knuckle Radio. How are you doing, man? I imagine pretty good after a win like that.
1: Doing great, my Dylan doing great. Just enjoying the win, getting ready for the next one. You know how it goes. Just another, war- another
0: day in the life of a warrior. <laughs> and it seemed like a certain kinship was there with you and your opponent. I mean, you mentioned the term warrior. I saw you had a post with Louis Lopez where you did shout him out as a true warrior. It's just a cool thing to see after a fight like that. I saw you also referred to him as a brother here for life. So love to see that after a war like that. Yeah, man. You gotta, you gotta give respect to the
1: people. You know, like the people. That- to have the heart to step in there with you because it takes a dog to even do what we do. And I feel like sportsmanship is something that the sport is missing. Um, combat sports, period. I've seen a lot of people that, you know, they tell their opponents after they knock them out or they just don't even say, hey, like, good job to each other, don't hug it out, you know. Like, at the end of the day, bro, we all trying to feed our family. We're all here with the same purpose. You know, some of us, the reason why is a lot bigger. Like, like I said, I don't fight for myself. I fight for a bigger purpose than me. Because if you only fight for yourself when things get tough in there, you're going to quit. So you got to have a bigger purpose than just yourself. And yeah, man, sportsmanship is like the number one thing in my book. I love to have sportsmanship because it just shows who I am as a person. You know, I'm not a bad individual. Just because we fight and, you know, we go to war and we bleed and we're trying to hurt the other guy doesn't mean that we're bad individuals. We just, the better man got to win. We train for that. This is what we do.
0: No, for sure. Just I love that about combat sports. I mean, you guys have a literal fight-of-the-night-caliber battle and then just a nice picture after chopping it up. Love to see all that, but you talk about having a broader purpose. I'm curious as to, you know, what that represents for you. Like, what's this, like, higher calling that gives you, I guess, that galvanized sense of self that you were kind of outlining there a bit? Well,
1: there's plenty of things. Like, obviously, I got my family, my three beautiful kids. Um, One of my sons is autistic. You know, I fight with a bigger purpose because I once was a little kid that, you know, people didn't understand. You know, with with time, I got to mature a little more and I was able to, you know, become, I guess you could say, normal to society. But, you know, I suffer a lot from getting bashed on back in the day, so I, I don't want other kids to go through, especially mine. So I feel like me standing on that is what gives me the power, you know? And, like, a lot of people know, a lot of people don't. I came on a raft when I was nine years old and just... What I've been through in my my life, you know, a lot of things I've been through just forced me to be this animal in that ring. And like I said, the reason why has to be, like, bigger than you. And I feel like digging deep like that, like thinking about my son, all the kids, and, and, you know, everything that's happening in this world now is what makes me such an animal, such a dangerous human being inside that ring.
0: Yeah, I love hearing that, man. And it seems like you really carry that forward with even other kids that reach out to you. Like, I saw a young fighter... Or from what I could tell, it was like a younger fighter who met you at the BYB 23 event. And it seemed like he was really motivated and encouraged by that. And you were like, oh yeah, let's go. Like you were kind of giving him that energy back. Like, let's go champ, you the future. So I love to see that. NyQuil, NyQuil, a superstar, he's the
1: superstar in the making. NyQuil, love that little kid. His dad is doing a great job with him. And I have nothing but support for that situation right there. Because that's what it's all about, man. Like my youngest son started boxing already. I took him out of school. and I, I mean, my older son, actually. I took him out of school, and I have him in homeschool now, and he's training every day with me in the mornings. You know, so there's a bigger purpose, bro. I want to motivate young parents. Cause I was, I'm a young parent. I'm only 28 with three kids. My oldest is eight. So, you know, since I never got to, you know, go to school or do things like that, I was supposed to for life situations. So um, I want my kids to, you know, have the support. And I, I want to motivate younger dads to have the support. Because sometimes, you know, some people live in poverty like I did. Some people, you know, don't have the budget. And they they spend so much time trying to make the money to pay rent and do this and that that they don't put time, that's the most important thing, into the kid's life. Some people think by making money is enough to be a good parent, but it's not. Sometimes you got to, you know, understand that the time that you spend with them is more important than the money you bring home, you know. And I'm trying to bring awareness to that, too better a parenthood, you know what I'm saying? Especially for us young dads. You know, like I said, bro, it's a bunch of reasons why, you know, we could sit here all day and, you know, it's just when I'm in that ring, all that comes at once. And it's just, that's why it looks so ferocious in there, you know, because everything builds up, you know, everything that I want to do, everything that I stand for. And that's why I say my reason why is bigger like than every single human being that stands in front of me. And the higher the caliber, the less hunger they have, you know, so... That's why I, that makes me the top dog inside the ring every
0: time. Yeah, I was going to say mentality basis for being a top dog, but I was seeing there's a bit of a top dog kind of distinction on box rack. I saw you were listed as number one in the world there. How did that make you feel when you saw that?
1: I mean, that's what we work for, man. And I feel like that's gives to more motivation. The, the higher I get in the scale, the more motivated I am and the harder I train. And it's proven facts. you yeah, I can see it. my development as a fighter. I've only been doing this for two years and, like, a month now, and as you can see, man, like, the development from my first fight to my last fight is huge, and that progress is what I'm falling in love with, realizing I can get better every day, realizing how much people are motivating, especially young people, like, young people. I'm motivating a lot of young people. I get messages every day. I try to write back as many, like, you know, write back to as many people, but it's just so many of them, like, thousands daily. I get DMs thousands of them daily, so me that I just watched my videos, my motivational videos, people that wanted a suicide and I give get home, people that were lost in the street and they stopped doing drugs and started going to the gym, you know, like that's, that's the real reason why. If you if you think you're going to step in front of me because you want to buy a house or you want to buy a family or you want to buy a chain, you're already lost. If that's your purpose, if you're doing this for money or you're doing this for clout or you're doing this for fame, bro, don't dare to sign a contract against me because you're fighting against somebody that don't care about none of that. You know, somebody that's willing to die for what believes in, you know, and a lot of people overlook that. They see me as this colorful hair kid with, you know, tattoos in my face, you know, that didn't pass the ninth grade, you know, and they think that, ah, you know, this guy, so nobody went to, he runs some real competition. Well, then they understand that I'm the competition. I'm the guy that they got to fear. So that number one thing is cool and all, motivates me, but it's a big good purpose, man.
0: I'm changing lives, and that's what it's all about. I was gonna say you kind of touched on something there that I thought was interesting because I mean in the fight you got to show a certain level of like overcoming adversity which for so many people that's like such an important thing like it's like that Teddy Atlas mentality of you're not in a fight until you really face that resistance did you get to I guess show a newer dimension of yourself to the fans that you think will be you know beneficial long term I imagine you always knew that was in you but just having that instance showcased in competition I guess
1: yeah, I needed I needed something like that to happen. No matter how crazy it sounds, I'm glad it happened. It was my first time being on the, on, on the canvas ever in my life, and imagine like it was not even. If people, people, some people like overcome that in the ring because it happened to them in the gym, it happened to them in the amateur career, in the pro career, you know. So it's like something normal to them. But the fact that that's the first time it ever happened in my life, and like, it just broke my shoulder with it. I was like, let's go. I was bleeding from the first round, as you can see. I had two cuts in my eye. I was bleeding from the first round with a jab that he hit me with. I started gushing blood right away. I didn't feel nothing, no pain whatsoever. Like, I never feel pain in the ring. And that just showed me, myself, that I knew everything that I felt, everything that I knew in my head was real. And some people maybe needed to see it. They doubted it until they saw it. And they saw how fast I got off that canvas and how strong I came out of right after I got off the canvas. Smart. Cause I didn't come out retarded, but I came out, you know, real smart after that that, that drop. And I, I I know I got a little more calm. I needed that to happen to show the world. And I know even Dave Feldman, he loves warriors. He loves people that that overcome things like that. And it was my chance to show them that I'm I'm the guy, you know, I'm the guy. I don't want to sound cocky. I hate to to sound cocky, but it showed it showed who I truly was. Cause everybody knows I got power. Everybody knows the guy is hard, but Everybody was wondering, can Gaio take a hit? Can Gaio overcome adversity? Can Gaio bleed and keep coming forward? Can, can, can Gaio hit the ground and get up and put somebody down? That's what I showed I can do.
0: I get what you mean with not wanting to come across in a certain, I don't know, boisterous way. But, I mean, you have a historic winning streak at this point, you know, in terms of the 6-0 and with six stoppages. You beat the number one contender. In the division, I mean, I would think that Kai Stewart is probably next, and the Featherweight title is that how you see it? Also,
1: I see whatever David Feldman thinks is right because at the end of the day, I don't know who handles the ranking, I know it's not Feldman, but whoever handles the rankings is a little off, you know, respectfully. Because I just beat the number one guy, how is the number one guy still the number one? after I just beat him and I'm number five, I just answer, you know, maybe that's the way they handle business.
0: Yeah, and it seems like you have a focus that's more, I guess, locked in on improving and sharpening your skills. And then I did also see a quote where you said you wanted the biggest check in BKFC history. So maybe some different goals going on, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, and like I said, like that check that I want is not to buy this luxury stuff. Like I said, I got big plans from, for them. You know, I want to know, like I said, if if the investors now don't want to do it because maybe they don't believe in it. When I get that big check, I'll. Oh, oh, oh. sure that everything I did is with a purpose. It's not just, like I said, if you're fighting me for a Bentley, promotion was in BKFC ever. this opportunity for me to say you know but it's the truth man truth be told
0: is the truth yeah i get what you mean you're just like informing the idea of like why you should be actualizing these goals into reality like you talk about wanting to you know do big things and use this money to make a difference for people and it's one of those things where it's like closed mouths don't get fed in a certain sense i get what you mean i kind of would prefer to be you know chill and reserved and not as boisterous but sometimes you gotta yeah put it out there a little bit i get what you mean man
1: yeah because i stay quiet too long man i've been so humble bro i've been super humble this whole time and i see people being cocky and they're getting paid and it's like why people are like offending fighters to sell a fight i've never been the type of guy to offend a guy like even we have a press conference i don't gotta do all that extra stuff to offend a guy or talk about their family or I'm going to do this to you, I'm going to do that to you I don't have to do none of that I don't have to make fun of a fighter I step in there, I fight, and I put on the show That's all I do And now Marketing is one thing, I'm great at marketing I'm not going to stop being like great at marketing Just because people want me to stop being great at marketing But I feel like I'm even showing the sportsmanship, the marketing The, the fans are putting up for me There was over 500 Cuban flags In the, in, in, in the crowd Like Who has done that? Nobody has ever done that You're never seeing another flag like people shouting somebody's name and with a flag with the guy's name on it. And people were buying these flags. It's not like they got them like that. No, people were buying these flags, you know? $20 a flag and they were waving them. So think about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, they got to give me credit for this, man. They got to give me credit for this.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine you do this just for the direct enjoyment component, but it seems like you kind of, I guess, are in a few different lanes to kind of serve that idea of marketing yourself. Like, even the music you do, I mean, it probably serves that master a bit too, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's why I'm, like,
1: I'm the full package when it comes to this business. Like, I'm not just a fighter. Like, fighters can only fight, you know? Like, people that call themselves fighters, they just can fight. I'm a showman. I'm the catch cow, like, literally. I'm like, I'm I'm going to be bigger in this in this company than McGregor director was in the UFC. I'm going to be bigger than Sean O'Malley. It's just, they got the credit for it. I'm not getting the credit for it. I'm just getting overlooked because I'm this Cuban kid that, you know, they think that, you know, he's never had background, never had this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm one of the BKFC rankings panelists, and when I see the final results, I'm even sometimes fairly confused. So I hear you.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't want to offend nobody. I don't want to get nobody mad. Like I said, I know Phil's not the one doing the rankings. But whoever it is, you got to learn a little more about combat sports. You know, they got to go on Box track and read. You know, they should do the research a little more what is doing this ranking. Because it feels like it's just somebody just doing that out of their personal opinion. They're not really going into numbers and details. Because if they were, then I'll be the number one guy. They have guys that are there that never fought top fivers. Like Brandon Allen never fought a top fiver. That James Brown kid, they're both good, but they never fought a top fiver. I have. You know? Howard Davis deserves to be there. He fought a bunch of top fivers. You know? But come on, let's be realistic. Nobody else deserves to be there. If they were, they got to be four and five, not one or two. It makes no sense, not even three. And I went straight to, I didn't fight the number five. I didn't fight the number four. I went and fought the number one.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you, yeah, and I'm not even trying to position myself as better or whatever than any of the other rankings panelists. I guess just sometimes I'm, like, a little confused, kind of scratching my head. But, yeah, whatever, no judgment. I guess it's other people's opinions at the end of the day. But I was going to ask you what's next, but I was kind of checking out the social media. It seems like Dubai is next based on a recent post I saw. What's going on there?
1: I mean, there's was, there was talks, you know. Abu Dhabi, there's supposed to be talks in there. I haven't signed no contract for the fight yet, so I cannot tell you that 100% of what's going to happen, but it looks like we're going in that direction. And obviously, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be the main event over there because who else, bro? Like, think about it, bro. You could even put Mike Prairie next to me, like, right? And it's like, what are, what are kids really... Let's say it's a video game, right? A video game comes out, right? Who do you, who do you think kids are going to pick to fight for? Like, like who are kids going to pick? What character looks better on the cover of that, of that video game? You know, like come on, I look like literally uh, I feel like something that got drawn out of a, out of a magazine. Like I'm not even trying to be cocky, but it's the truth. Look at my hair, the way I carry myself, the way I speak, how I how I treat everybody with love and respect. I walk in a room and I say hi to everybody, know them or not. You know, always with a smile on my face. Even if I could be mad or say I'm still gonna have a smile on my face. You know, and it's like you can't beat that, bro. You can't beat that. And the kids love me. Combat Sports loves Mike Perry. Cool, but kids. Kids, from the kids that have any type of sense to adults, they love me, bro, because of the person I am, not just because I'm a fighter, and that's something I gotta take in consideration, man. So Abu Dhabi, man, it's, I feel like that that should be next, and I should get that opportunity at least. That should be one of the recognition I should get. Bring me whoever they want to bring me, and I'ma show who I am. We're not picking, we're not picking cherries out here. We're fighting whoever.
0: I was going to say, you kind of used the analogy or the framework, I guess, of a video game comparison. There is some rumblings of BKFC doing a video game, or are, are we maybe trying to get on the cover of that? Would that be something cool for you? Or, like, how do you perceive that?
1: If they, if they really want to sell out, if they really want to sell, they should know I should be on the cover. They, 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 they like I said, I don't know who's, it's probably the same person that's in the rankings that they, they, and that but like let's be realistic like i said bro like nobody has the image i have people see my fight and then i forget who the guy is that guy with the pink hair that guy with it now with the dress This, that oh my god the guy that's always hyped up you know it's like if they're gonna do a video game if, you, if they really want to say they're just doing it for them to go play at home and feel good about the cover then do it for them but if y'all want to sell and make millions of dollars off a video game they know who they got to put in the cover
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if you're turning around over, like, 70 grand of tickets for the last card, I mean, imagine how the video game's going to sell, right?
1: Come on, bro. People, people, bro, put it like this. I haven't even focused on merch, and I get people calling me for merch every day, companies that want to collab with me on merch, and I'm just waiting for the right moment to show them. Because when I sell merch, it's going to be over 100000 a month. Easy. And that's what they're not understanding. Like, I'm literally the cash cow. And then sometimes I feel like companies like give people credit because then they, they got to pay them. So they act like he's young. Ah, let's not give him credit, you know, because he's new to the combat sports. Nobody knows on in the combat sports. But this is a business, it's not about combat sports. I'm bringing people that never watched a boxing fight, that never watched an MMA fight, to download the app just to watch me. People flying out from everywhere to come buy tickets off me and watch me fight, bro. So it's like I'm bringing the fans to the sport, I'm building the sport with you. These guys are bringing the UFC fans, the boxing fans. I'm bringing fans all over from boxing, from MMA, and I'm bringing people that never watch comeback sports just because they love El Gallo. Yeah, that's- bro, Every time I fight, when my fights are over, the stands get cleared. You know? And it's like, they, you guys got to see this, bro. Like, But it is what it is, man. I just, that's all I ask for, a little more credit. That's all I ask for,
0: do you think this is your year to, you know, get that credit? Do you think, like, you're able to do a particular feat that will, I guess, elicit that level of respect from people? Is there a benefit to kind of having a bit of a chip on your shoulder, if that's a fair way to characterize it? Like, what are your thoughts on all that?
1: Honestly, man, I feel like definitely after this fight, uh, I feel like they showed a lot. Um, but there's going to be probably two more fights this year with my contract. That I'm probably gonna show who I am again, and again is gonna be finishing the contract with 8 and 0 8 knockouts. And what are they gonna say after that? If they don't give me credit after that, then that's on them. And I'm just gonna go about my business and do what I do best, which is being an entertainer and a motivational speaker. And I'm still gonna make money out of that, and I'm still gonna be able to do my fundings and do everything because I already made a statement with 8 and 0 8 knockouts. And there's nobody, there's nobody at 145 that's gonna be able to take my power. Nobody. So it's like, whoever they put in front of me at 145 is going to go down. And I'm going to make my statement this year. This year I'm making my statement. I'm finishing the year with 8-0, eight knockouts, a hundred percent.
0: I was going to say a very emphatic sort of statement to put out there, but I just kind of wanted to give you the floor all the same, just as we're kind of wrapping up to see if maybe you had any kind of parting thought you wanted to put out there at all, Brian. I
1: mean, bro, that's just, literally it bro. That's literally what I wanted to do. I just wanna make a statement and I, I hope at least after the eight fights since they wanna give it to me at the six and oh six knockout. Hopefully I want them eight and oh eight knockouts they give me the credit, you know? And hopefully I see myself on the cover of that magazine and then I mean on the cover of that video game. What magazines they have one too. But you know, cover of that video game. Even if I share the cover with somebody else it don't matter.
0: so many exciting things on the horizon and so many exciting things already happened already most recently obviously that louis lopez finish and just a great win at bkfc 57 i'm definitely excited for what's to come brian we'll definitely have to get you on bare knuckle radio ahead of the next fight but thanks for the time man and you enjoy the rest of your day as well
1: thank you so much my brother appreciate you